0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to week 14 of the NFL season. This, well, we're rebranding to now Chalk Talk. Was gambling and rambling, but after, you know, consulting with everyone, we've now rebranded to Chalk Talk. Chalk Talk, baby. Chalk Talk. That's what we talk about, the Chalk, the bad Chalk, the good Chalk. And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to go game by game uh, over this uh, NFL slate give you our picks our locks of the week uh last week Corey and i went nine and five uh, nick went eight and six and alex went seven and seven so you know no no losers this week here uh but but our locks of the week <laughs> we're now owen twelve. Over the last three weeks, we were all, we've gone, oh, all of us have missed three weeks straight our lock of the week. I don't know what's going on here, guys.
1: Well, we're erasing that. So, like, yeah, yeah,
0: try rebrand our new
2: segment. Our,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, we still have to give our locks of the week. Like, with the rebrand <laughs>
2: comes new records. <clears throat> yeah, exactly.
0: but (laughs) yeah yeah, we were gonna have to possibly rename this podcast the fade cast because i mean you would be up like 12 units if you just faded our locks the last three weeks so but anyway we're gonna go ahead and get started out here with the thursday night football game we have the steelers at the vikings right now the spread is vikings minus three what are your thoughts we'll start off with nick
2: I mean, the Vikings just lost to the Lions. I'm not sure what's going on. Speaking of blocks of the week, that one was mine. Uh, no clue what happened there. I guess they really missed Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen.
0: No, Adam um, Thielen played. He just got yeah. Well, I guess one I, play. He played one. Play. Oh, he played one play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't oh, really
2: play. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he played. You know, he, and they're he missing didn't really play. I think they're missing <laughs> both their linebackers and their uh, rookie offensive tackle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and they will be missing reason, all of them
0: on Thursday as well.
2: Yeah, for good reason. I'm going to continue to fade them this week, uh, doing the opposite of what I thought last week. So I'm just going to have to go with the Steelers here with
0: points. Uh, Corey? Uh,
1: I've been the person who's been on the Vikings, I think, almost every week. And we've seen them kind of regress. They're up and down. They've lost – every game they've lost has literally been at the last second. Or by like less than three, like three points. I'm pretty. I think
0: well, every game they've played has been uh, within seven points.
1: Within seven, so they play games close. They're banged up right now, which really hurts, especially going to um, December. You know, we always talk about the best teams are the ones who stay healthy the longest, and especially down the long stretch into the final four games of the season. But I still don't think the you know Steelers are going anywhere. I think they beat the they beat the Ravens, but the Ravens, in my opinion, aren't that good. The Steelers are definitely not good. Steelers still have a terrible offensive line right now. They if the only way they win this game is if they get up early and Najee Harris, Nadja Harris like touches the ball 30 times, 35 times rushing because I don't think the bills stick with the, the Vikings in a said shootout. Um, so with that reason, I'm gonna take primetime Kirk Cousins. My- <laughs> yeah, I've
0: never heard someone say that and had success.
1: That's for sure. Yeah, that's not well, okay. same, Corey, it's, it's got to <laughs> change at one point in time. So why not? Why not does get a, a crappy Steelers? They're at home too. If, they're, does, they're does in, yeah. if yeah, they were, if they were in Pittsburgh, I'd be on. I'd be on the uh, the Steelers, but I'm taking Vikings.
2: Alex, prime time, Kirk
1: Cousins, Corey. You just gave me the
2: layup, dude. The alley oop toss to just. You know, the Steelers coming off a good win. Kirk Cousins in prime time, Steelers plus points. I will take the Steelers again this week.
0: Yeah, I um I don't like the Steelers at all, but this is a spot where it's prime time Kirk Cousins, who's like the probably the worst primetime quarterback in the entire league. Every time this dude plays and he just collapses. And it's in a horrible spot for him. He doesn't have Adam Thielen you know, uh, then you don't have Derisaw, Anthony Barr, Kendricks. I don't know. There's so many. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. You (laughs) you have all these pieces that are out. It's just, it's a terrible spot for him. And even though it's in Minnesota on a short week, I'm I'm still going to just take the points in a a, what I think will be a low scoring game. And I think, I, I just don't think, the Vikings are in a good spot here on a short week.
1: With I may
2: I may put money on Steelers' money, money line here too. I, I think that's yeah. a pick I'm definitely going to take Thursday.
1: Uh, Kirk Cousins, all time on primetime affairs. He's six and 13. Um, he was four and four and nine with the Redskins. Uh, he's two and four with the Vikings. He's two and four on Thursday nights, <laughs> one and 0 on Saturday nights. He's three, Monday night is when he's terrible. Three, three and two on Sunday nights. Zero and seven on Monday nights. So yeah, he's never. Um, it's Monday night football. is, just, you know he's bugaboo, but you know every he's other. Not thing good of, anywhere. Prime time. Oh,
0: still so, taking so, him. Yeah, whenever he's on Mondays, you especially fade him. But yeah, if I can get get points, it's not even like the Vikings are plus. Like I'm getting points against primetime, Kirk. I'm taking that. So, all right, next game we have the Saints it's it's in uh, New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saints, Saints at Jets. Uh, we have the line at Saints minus five and a half. I guess usually, you know, I, I'm the Saints fan, so I'll, I'll go here first. I think this is an absolutely terrible matchup for the Jets. The Jets are the worst team in the entire league against the run. And that's all the Saints want to do right now. They just want to run that, you know, Taysom's Still going to be playing on Thursday, even though he's battling mallet finger or whatever Russell Wilson had. What
1: they're playing on Sunday, not Thursday
0: or yeah. Sunday. Sorry, <clears throat> he's battling that mallet finger thing, but it's not as severe as Russ had it. And you're and right Just now, severe
1: it's, enough
2: to uh throw a pick to a D lineman, though, right?
0: <laughs> that was that all that happened after his finger got hurt, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's well, what I'm
2: saying. So, so it's kind of yeah. But I just game.
0: think they just they are going to run the ball so many times. I don't Taysom know Hill if Mahomes going to be back. What Taysom Hill, aka Cam Newton? <laughs> He's, He's sure a Tim Tebow
2: reincarnated, week. but like kind of worse.
0: Yeah. Well, I, okay. I mean,
2: is Camara back for this game? Yeah, that's I'm what, like, what I don't know. with.
0: We'll run with Taysom and Mark Ingram. <laughs> now we have to beat the Jets. And and Zach Wilson against the Saints defense isn't the best matchup either. The Jets like to run the ball, and that's not going to work against the Saints. It's a terrible, terrible matchup for the Jets. Um, So yeah, I'm on the Saints minus five and a half here. This is an easy.
2: I mean, I think your defense is the one that actually keeps you in this. But. Yeah, but
0: w- w- it's just like the, when I said the Eagles last week was a terrible matchup for the Jets because the Eagles love to run the ball. And that's even with Minshew playing and not Jalen Hurts. Like if Jalen Hurts was playing, that could have been an absolute blowout. And I don't think Minshew is
2: that bad of a QB. No, but
0: it, it, he doesn't run like the Jets' yeah. biggest, you know, weak spot is the run and having Hurts, Sanders, and like, I don't know, that would have added a whole nother dimension. But yeah. You know, Minshew is probably a better passer than Hurts, but you know, we'll. I think so. Yeah, I think that
2: guy deserves a starting spot somewhere.
0: Yeah, Minshew man. Yeah, let's go (laughs) make this, make the switch, Eagles. But yeah, this is just a bad matchup. The Saints are going to run all over the Jets. So, what do you think, Corey?
1: Well, I mean, you know, with the Saints not winning a game in what the last five weeks. Yeah. Oh. Tough stretch down the road. You got the Jets at home. Jets have won what two games this year? I think they've- so. Uh, two, or
0: three. Maybe they've won three.
1: Maybe three. Well, I so I agree with you, PB. The you know the Saints are just going to want to run the ball, and the Jets are obviously terrible against a run. So, with that being said. I think this is a spot where the saints probably win. Um, but I don't think they cover. And, and I think I, I if they don't cover, it's because the jets back dorm somehow and the saints are playing soft cover two zone or cover three zone and just sitting back. Um, so I'm going to take, I've done it before. I know when I took them the first time they weren't, uh, in that they were double digit uh underdogs here, but I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the jets plus the five and a half and I think that number actually grows throughout the week, especially if Kamara is um oh yeah if t-
0: Kamara is in this will probably approach it can, yeah. I can see it getting close to a touchdown
1: so it, with that being said, if that's the case i I'm going to take the jets um at their plus points on Sunday so I'm taking the jets so i t- i took the jets last week
2: and we saw how that uh that fared for me um i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with the saints here at minus five and a half i think i think the saints defense is good enough to win this game by a touchdown They haven't put up any of the uh player props or team props yet but uh new orleans saints anytime t d if that's like a juicy thing might put a little pizza money on there as Corey likes to say.
0: I'm gonna uh, keep going back to the well with Taysom anytime TD, especially when he they put his odds at like plus two hundred. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, it's like wouldn't you take a Cam Newton anytime TD? Like pretty yeah. often too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, can yeah. Cam's odds were always like minus one hundred? Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. But uh, that being said, on top of the defense, I think uh, Sean Payton is just you know just going to completely outcoach uh, Bob Sala here. You know, Bob Sala is going to be. I think he'll be a, a fairly long-lasting coach in the league. I think uh, it seems like those his teammates uh, or his team likes him as a coach, and um, obviously he's uh, a good defensive coach, as we've seen at the 49ers. But uh, I just think that, you know, the Jets are, in mo- like in most matchups, completely outmatched here. Um, I'm going to take Saints and lay the points minus five and a half right
0: now. All right. And Nick? He wants to take the Saints, but he knows he. I I don't want to give you the satisfaction
2: of taking the Saints. No,
0: just say Uh, it, Nick. The Saints are the right play. Just say it.
2: The Jets stink, but (laughs) I I I don't want to give five points a a quarterback who throws four interceptions and like he's just as bad as Zach Wilson. I think passing. Yeah, he has a run element, but it's just him and Mark Ingram. So like having to beat. Five and a half points kind of scares me because that offense is like struggling to put up 14 points. So, like, I, I just don't like my odds, even if it is against Jets' defense, who's terrible against the run. But uh, I guess, I guess I just have to take the Saints because
1: there it be is. The there it is. <laughs> what happens if, like, somehow the Jets come out and, you know, stop the run? And they not, but that, when They're have out. they done that? I'm I'm I am i am i am just saying hypothetically, like if the Saints get 110 yards rushing, is that enough to win the game?
0: It, it, honestly, it could, but they're going to get more than 110 yards rushing. I think. Oh, yeah. your offensive
1: line's pretty. What anxious, I think it's kind
2: so, of fun, so. though. Best offensive player in this game will be uh, Elijah Moore. If, he's a beast, I mean, he's a beast for sure. Okay, he's pretty well, good. We'll Camara, if Camara doesn't play, yeah, like he's the one play. Like he's the biggest playmaker which makes, makes me kind of like Jets with points.
0: Yeah, but Lattimore is – I'm trying to think because Corey Davis is done for the year. So, it's Elijah Moore and Jameson Crowder. Yeah, so Lattimore will lock Elijah Moore down.
2: Yeah. So, right.
0: they have nobody. Uh, that They literally will score like seven points. Okay. Next game, we have 49ers at Bengals. Bengals are minus one uh, at home we'll start out with alex on this one i
2: think this is a very good matchup um, i'm not sure for who though i can't i can't this is going to be a good game i think debo's coming back and uh, just given his usage and the role that he plays in that offense um yeah but did you see kit uh, kittle put up like 40 plus fantasy right. points his- to like he could also carry that team without Debo. It just makes them that much better.
1: Very true. Debo's Very been true.
2: playing awesome this year. Yeah, yeah, which leads me to, to my pick here. I'm going to go Niners plus one. I think Burrow's finger, I mean, it clearly bothered him through the rest of that game. So there's, in my mind, unless you guys have heard otherwise, I think there's a chance that's still kind of bugging him a little bit. Obviously, it'll be better than when it happened in that game. But, uh, yeah, with Debo coming back um, – Obviously, the Niners coming off of a pretty bad loss to the the horrendous Seahawks. Um, But I think there's a bounce back back spot here for them. Uh, So I'll go Niners plus one.
1: Yeah, I'm on on the same train there. I I don't think the Bengals are quite there yet. They have the pieces, but I think their coaching is what is going to do them in, Uh, especially with um Zach or Zach Wilson, Joey uh Burrow being banged up, you know, that I mean his hand looked like the size of a watermelon um throughout that game. It was massive. So yeah. And the other point about it, the Bengals don't have an indoor practicing facility. They practice outside in Cincy in December. I mean it's freezing cold. Like how many actual reps if you have a swollen hand can a quarterback actually get Um, and and they're playing instancy this, this week. Um, and I, I like the 49ers defense a lot better than the Bengals defense. Um, and then with Debo coming back, um, you know, what the saints are the gosh, I'm all over the field here. You know, what the 49ers (laughs) like to do they like to run the ball. And if Debo is fully healthy and in that same role where he plays running back receiver, whatever it might be, I just think they have more, um, more potential here to score more points. Than the Bengals. So I'll take the, the 49ers and uh, basically pick them here. Nick?
2: Three for three, I guess. I mean, you guys kind of covered it. Uh, I think San Fran is just looking pretty good right now. So going with them.
0: I am going to be on the Bengals minus one here. I think that, well, one, you have Elijah Mitchell is probably not going to play because uh, of his concussion. And then you have Emmanuel Mosley, their corner is not going to play as a high ankle sprain. Uh, and then that, you know, that's not good when you're going against an offense like uh, with Higgins, Chase and Higgins and Chase. And then I also don't think Jimmy G is a good enough quarterback to take advantage or a good enough quarterback to beat this Bengals defense, which I think is pretty solid. I think like a good quarterback, like a, a one of the elite quarterbacks can take it just like you know, I consider Herbert like an above-average, very good quarterback, and he was able to take advantage of it. And I think, but but someone like Jimmy G, I don't think, it, I think the Bengals D is gonna be able to stop him. And I mean, who's gonna be running the ball for them? It's probably gonna be Jamichael Hasty. Like, I mean, he, we've
1: seen in the past that it Debo. doesn't matter if he runs the ball Debo. behind that offensive line. Devo's yeah, yeah like it'll be Debo,
0: but you know, coming like maybe they don't involve him as in as much of the running game coming back from that injury. And you're gonna have Jermichael Hasty as the lead back. Like that's just not I know their offensive line is great, but you know that the 49ers, their rushing attack works best when they have their committee that they can just rotate through, or Elijah Mitchell's been their stud this year and they just but he, he's probably missing. So I know. I think the, you know, and the Bengals are at home. Uh, I don't know. I think this is a bounce back game for the Bengals. So I'm going to be on the Bengals here. Uh, Next game, we have Falcons at Panthers. Uh, Panthers are a minus three at home. Corey. Minus three, mess. Minus three, what? Mess.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They're not playing very well on offense.
1: No, they are not, which, but the Falcons aren't really playing that much better. You know, it's two pretty struggling teams right now. We're probably mm-hmm. seeing the end of era of uh, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Um, you know, it, it, it's not really his fault. He hasn't been given the weapons. He has weapons, but you know, it's still, no, it's not entirely there. They're in a rebuild year. The offensive line is not great. They, you know, Kyle Pitts is like their, and Cordell Patterson is like their only weapons on offense. They they don't really have an identity right now. Most of their identity is playing from behind, and I the Panthers have a pretty pretty good defense here, and I think that they can stop the passing attack of the Falcons. And you know, with Cam Newton coming back, they came off a bye. I mean, I'm not saying Cam Newton's good or anything because we know he's he's not what he used to be. But he's had more time to be in Matt Rule's offensive playbook now. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers here, minus three at home.
0: Okay. Uh, Nick?
2: I need to think. Uh, I don't know. Like, the Falcons' offense, I think they're just – like, if they had a good running back, I think they could have been a really good team. What is so predictable about them is all they have is Matt Ryan throwing the ball 40 times. So people just sit back and cover two and just pick them off. And I think the Panthers' defense is actually good enough to stop him and and really shut down Kyle Pitts, which is kind of like their only offense right now. Um, I mean, Cordell, he's all right. But I don't know. I think Panthers' defense is the the unit that wins this game. So give me the Panthers. Uh, Jeez. I think this is going to be an ugly game over unders 43 and a half and probably going to go down a point or two. If I had to guess, my gut is saying Falcons plus three, but I don't have a great reason why I'd pick either of these teams. in this matchup.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I would be on the Falcons plus three. I just could never lay three points when Cam Newton is my quarterback. You know, he's, like I've said, since he came back when everyone was high on him, like he's not a good quarterback. That's why he wasn't in the league. And yes, the the Panthers defense is, I'd say better than the Falcons, but the Falcons, I know they just got torched this past week, but. Age like fa- offenses that can spread the ball around that have multiple receivers can have more success against the Falcons, kind of like the Buccaneers had that, but offenses that really only have one, like decent receiver, they kind of just get shut down by AJ Terrell, and that. What else do the pan like without DJ Moore? What else do the Panthers have? Like
1: probably Anderson ran, running streaks. <laughs> okay. That's what, okay. So you're <laughs> just relying you on that. Lay.
0: You're going to lay three points on Robbie Anderson running streaks. I don't that. I mean, is that what you're doing?
1: So I'm running, I'm, I'm laying three points with their defense. Okay.
0: You're laying three, but they still have to score the ball. And so for I, that reason, I think it's, they don't put enough, enough, enough points where the Falcons can't just at least cover a field goal. And yeah, I still think the Falcons have more offense. I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than cam. I think, you know, Kyle Pitts is still probably the best offensive weapon on the field in general well actually it's DJ Moore but some like quarterbacks like Darnold and Cam Newton just can't get him going um but yeah the Panthers will probably try to take Pitts out but then you'll have Patterson who lines up at receiver Russell Gage has come to life I don't know I I think there's enough offensive firepower for them to at least cover so I'm taking Falcons plus three
1: here it's going to be like a 21 to 17.
0: Yeah. Or either. Yeah. It'll be something, something like that for sure. Uh, next game we have Seahawks at Texans. Uh, we have the Seahawks minus seven and a half point favorites. We'll start with Nick here.
2: Yeah. I think they're coming alive. It's going to be Russ's little playoff push. Uh, more so, I just think the Texans are garbage. <laughs> they put up another goose egg yeah. this this past week. So they might go for the record of, like, teams shut out. Um, so uh, even if you put up 14 points, I'd still probably take the uh, Seahawks here, just even though I think they're not very good. But I think they beat up the uh, Texans team again. Yeah.
0: Or Nick Grouse, man
2: uh yeah i agree with you nick this is my lock of the week um i think we saw russ get back to russ against a good 49ers defense um i think that the texans are garbage and davis mills is starting so um yeah lock of the week seahawks minus seven and a half
1: yeah, no, Davis Mills is the
2: one who played four or five weeks, I think, and only put up seven total points <laughs> as an offense.
1: So, just <laughs> okay. gonna throw that Bad. out there. <laughs> yeah. the Texans are definitely the worst offensive team in the NFL at the moment, um, and I don't think that's going to change this week. They are at home, which I think benefits the Seahawks. If anything, just because it's indoor game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Texans are at home. You mean yeah. So, you know, it's not going to be cold. It's going to be wet. It's going to be rainy. And Russ in a dome game. Yeah, (laughs) Russ in a dome. I think this is – the Seahawks are going to win just enough games, I think, to keep Carol's job um, for one more year.
0: That is is sad, though. Like, it's almost like they should just give up – like, just to get rid of that dude. Just give up. they they should. They should pull it
1: up. They should trade Russ for his value that he has right now. Because if you go another year or two – He's not gonna have the same value as he as he does now. As there's
0: no way you can keep peak. I don't care what they do. There's no way you can keep peak care
1: after what he. I know. Doing. I I don't think you can either. But he just signed Adrian Peterson,
0: and, and like, he like didn't sign him.
1: <laughs> or well, I mean, pretty much. I, well, I know. He he agreed to it. I mean,
0: he's the one that he wanted him, and and the fact that he said we're in win now mode, and that is why we signed him. Like, what are you
1: thinking? He's thinking like, that they need to win now, and they got their best chance with uh, with
0: Adrian Peterson. Like you have he- Alex Collins as a healthy scratch because you think Adrian Peterson gives you a better shot than Alex Collins. Alex like Collins come on,
1: anything all year, so why would you get that guy another shot?
0: It doesn't matter. You, Adrian, he's still probably better than Adrian Peterson or Rashad Penny is probably, but there's no way Adrian Peterson is better than those dudes. It's impossible.
1: Uh, oh, I mean, they obviously think so. He scored a touchdown, so. <laughs> but i'm thinking because i tried
2: out and adrian peterson beat you out
0: <laughs> i could probably beat adrian peterson now she's like dude is
1: the terrible that dude would break you in a half pb yeah <laughs> Alex, Alex, or No, is... you said you're locked so for
0: yeah. you I you took the Oaks. Oaks. okay yeah i took Seahawks. I'm I'm going to be on the Seahawks a, as well. I, this is my third week I think now taking them, even though I just love bashing Pete. It's because I know Russell Wilson's still a good quarterback, and I just have to think that that will just still outshine Pete Carroll's terrible coaching. And you know, yeah, in a dome like Lockett or Metcalf, I think one of them could have a big, big game here. And the Texans, I mean, they're not. It's Davis Mills and. Uh, they have nobody they literally have nobody it, it they're gonna struggle to put up even a touchdown so yeah I'm, I'm I, I think and this will get to teasers at the end but this will definitely be one to put in your teasers uh seven and a half to the one and a half uh next game we have Raiders at Chiefs the Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites I believe the last time they played and I and I remember saying something along the lines of if this was in like a previous years when the Chiefs have played the Raiders, like when the Chiefs were in their funk and they played the Raiders, I think it was wasn't the line like Chiefs minus two and a half or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So now this is what I'm talking about, where, you know, you get people who are recency biased. Now the Chiefs have won five straight and now, you know, they're nine and a half point favorites. So. What, what are your thoughts here? We'll start with Nick, the biggest Chiefs fan in the room, the biggest Mahomes fan in the room. Who, who? <laughs> By far. What's the play here?
2: I think it's obviously Raiders plus nine is the play, nine. obviously. Okay. Um,
0: Explain why.
2: I don't like that it's in Kansas City. I think they actually do a lot better at home. But uh, Mahomes is at his, at his weakest when he's on the run. From a big old Max Crosby or uh, Yannick Panic man, um, just coined that one. Going to trademark it, so <laughs> lock that in for more, a <laughs> <laughs> Raiders pass rush to disrupt Patrick Mahomes and uh, shut him down. I think Dar- Darren
0: Waller should be back. So yeah, uh, it sounds like he's trying to. Yeah,
2: yeah, I-, I think he's kind of a fun player against the uh, Chiefs because you get Honey Badger coming in on one of the biggest uh, tight ends in the NFL as hard as he can. So it always makes for a good matchup. Uh, I think it'll be a close one, honestly. Uh, I think chiefs probably win it, but I like nine point nine and a half points here. Uh, Alex. Yeah, I agree with you, Nick. Uh, like you like to say, PB, we're betting numbers, not teams. Uh, this is a interdivision matchup usually a little bit closer in these games. These teams know each other, obviously. Um, pretty similar makeup over the last couple of seasons uh nine and a half just feels like too much with the Chiefs team that still over the last couple of years is horrible against the spread I know they covered last week um but like the defense is coming alive but they don't look like overwhelming they don't look like the Chiefs still to me like they're definitely trending in the right direction the defense is getting healthy and figuring it out but um they're still just not quite putting it all together. Um, and, and granted, they've got a couple of weeks to do so. Uh, this is definitely a playoff team, but uh, too many points for me. I'll go Raiders plus nine and a half.
1: Corey? Um, Raiders suck. They were bad. They're not a good team. They They've lost their identity. They can't score points on offense. Their run game is almost non-existent. I mean – Josh Jacobs is playing better. They just lost Kenyon Drake, their backup running back, uh, to a pretty serious uh, lower leg injury. I'm pretty sure he posted on Twitter. It was pretty gross, but um, the Chiefs are playing well because their defense is playing well, and I believe that they can continue doing this. Arrowhead is one of the hardest mm-hmm. stadiums to play at. It's the loudest in the NFL. I just, I don't, I don't think that in the shootout which I don't think this is even going to be a shootout because the way that the, uh, the Chiefs' defense is playing right now, and I think this is a good spot for the Chiefs' offense to get back on schedule because they haven't looked like the old Chiefs, like Alex was saying. Um, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contending team this year, uh, just the way that you know their offense has been playing. With that being said, if they can start clicking and Patrick Mahomes can you know, become the MVP that everyone thought he'd be this year, then, then maybe we can start talking about them winning or going back to in a Super Bowl. But at home here, Chiefs are trending up. Raiders are trending down. Give me Chiefs minus nine and a half.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I'm on Chiefs minus nine and a half here. You know, when the, chief, when the Chiefs were in their slump, I said, don't, like, this is, this is nothing to worry about. They then, they're one five straight and they're covering games. And I just care to remind me, Nick, what was the score the last time the Chiefs went into Las Vegas? Do you remember? I don't know. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. It was 41 to 14. That was the score. So now the Raiders are coming into Arrowhead and the Chiefs defense is looking better. And I think Mahomes, you know, the, the thing about, the Chiefs, like people just haven't been seeing like these Tyreek highlights, which in the past years, you know, that's what's made everyone think so high of Mahomes is just these long bombs to Tyreek. Teams are playing way more too high safety this year. Like they're, you're seeing just a lot more short passes. Yeah. And that's fine. Like Mahomes is doing fine with that. Yes, it, it some of these explosion plays haven't been there as much this year, but mm-hmm. he's looked fine for most of the year. I don't know why people are so. Low on no, I, the Chiefs. I,
2: I give them a hard time because I think they started the year pretty bad. But
0: they started I, um, hot.
2: He he started his stats.
0: At the Mahomes' beginning. Were- stats
2: might have been good, but they weren't winning as a team. Yeah, they
0: weren't so winning as a team. I, I but think actually it, the their, their defense kind of was explosive at the beginning.
2: Yeah, it was really bad. But they're putting it together. Their last five, you know, then their last five games, they beat like yeah. Cowboys, Packers. They beat some of the best teams in the NFL.
0: Um, yeah, I, I the Chiefs. I, I kind of think
2: they're back as much as as much shit as I give them.
0: The Chiefs <laughs> um, are still my Super Bowl hot. pick for well, probably still it's to win the Super Bowl, but definitely from the AFC, they're they're still my Super Bowl pick. I and the fact that that's somewhat like contrarian or like I don't know is weird to me because it's the Chiefs. Like I don't know why people are so quick to discount teams when we've seen what they're capable of. But, yeah, I'm on the Chiefs minus 9.5 here. Um, if this can get to 8.5, I'm going to love that because then I can tease it down to 2.5 if some if people start pounding the Raiders, which I don't know why they would, but maybe it happens. Uh, next game, we have Ravens at Browns. Uh, the line is at Browns minus 2.5. We'll hand this over to the Browns fan to start us off here.
2: Had some bad news come up this week. Uh, Joku's not going to play.
0: Oh, good. That's, a, that's the loss right there, isn't it?
2: That's that's going to be a loss right there. Um, but I think five and a half points against the Browns two right now. Two, two and a half. Two and a half?
0: I thought yeah, you said five. A, it's two and a half. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're two and a half point favorites against the Ravens.
2: All right, I like them to win by a field goal because they have it's winner go home right now. Um, They should be able to win. Like Chubb and Kareem need to just get involved. Kareem Hunt like didn't even play the last game against them. I don't understand like why they didn't use their best player or one of their two best players. So they they need to figure that out. I'm glad they had a bye week, sleep uh, sleep that little bad streak off, and I think they come back hot and make their playoff run. So it's got to start here and and
1: uh it either well, starts here or it ends. win
2: yeah like it's win or go home i think like this is it so i think we'll see the best of the browns come out again but
1: we'll uh Corey, this this game opened browns plus one as probably an early line just and then after what people saw with the ravens and Steelers again lamar jackson is not uh star, well he's a starting quarterback in the nfl but his throwing ability right now is still not there. He's very inaccurate. Doesn't he
0: have almost as many touchdowns as he doesn't he his interceptions and touchdowns are like the same?
1: Yeah, he. I think he has like seventeen touchdown pass, sixteen or seventeen touchdown passes with like fourteen interceptions, something like that. Um, I mean, we
2: picked him off four times the last game. We should have won.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. That's weekend. that's
0: the scary thing though. That right, you I picked know. him off four times and you lost. Well, hold on with me. Know. I, I
1: know. Oh. Hopefully Baker's a little bit healthier now. After I mean, he's still playing with that torn labrum. Obviously, that's still going to be there for the remainder of the season. But I, I just think that the Browns get back to what the Browns do best, and that's running the ball. And I think if, they, if they're in the lead at any point in time in this game, uh, two touchdowns score, I just think it's going to be hard for Lamar to, I mean, what we've seen, throw the ball down the field and be accurate with it. And I, I don't think he's quite there yet. Yes, he has games where he looks amazing, and he throws all over the field. But that's, I mean, again, that's against bad secondary teams, bad defensive teams. The Browns are not a bad defensive team at all. They have two great edge rushers. Their secondary is strong. They're healthy on the defensive side of the ball. So, give me Browns at home minus the two and a half, um, and a uh, you know a must win for them. Yeah,
2: I think a game that's going to be played in one in the trenches off of a bye week like, you let Wyatt Teller sleep for a week, that, that big grizzly man's going to wake up angry. Like, he's, he's hunting for some birds. Alex, Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I'd add to what you guys uh, have uh, chimed in on is the Browns have basically had three weeks to scout the Ravens, right? They played them bye week this week. So, um, yeah, going with Browns, minus two and a half at home.
0: Yeah, I am going to have to go with everyone else here. I just think this is a very bad spot for the Ravens because like, it's kind of like what you said. It's like the Browns just played the Ravens. Then they had their whole bye week, you know, just to game plan for, to play the Ravens again. Like it is an absolutely horrible spot for the Ravens and you know, you know Lamar is not the best passer like I I still think he has success on the ground like he normally does and that's the only chance I think the Ravens have of winning if if Lamar goes for like over 100 yards rushing and and scores a few touchdowns on the ground but you know Chubb I, I don't think Baker is what wins them this game here I think it'll be more of the defense of the Browns and then uh I think Chubb's
2: got to be hot. I think there, Chubb man.
0: and Hunt will be healthier now, so I think this is a game. I, I could see the Browns really establishing the run in this game against the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey's done for the year. It's just a really, really bad spot for the for the Ravens. So for that reason, I'm on the Browns minus two and a half. This I don't. I don't what? mind the the Ravens in a teaser like to eight and a half like if you take the Browns minus two and a half but also you could have a small hedge with Ravens plus eight and a half and another in a teaser because I don't I, I can't really see the Browns like blowing them out but I don't know that's just like a thought there
1: no I to be completely frank I I don't know if Lamar makes it through this year without being like hurt hurt like I the the way he I was watching that He's a game, pretty big he, dude though He's not that big, really. No, he's, I mean, he's tall, but he's not like he doesn't have like it's not 200 pounds. I mean, he's probably like what two, he's 6'2, 215. Two, 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 okay. I mean, that's not, it's not huge. Um, and he, the way he just runs the ball, he doesn't go down, he doesn't slide or anything. And last week, he took some shots against the Steelers, yeah. and I don't know. I, it's a really I, bad spot for the Ravens. That's, if I was a Ravens fan. I'd be petrified every time that dude like ran the ball like after he you know he made some plays I just he, uh, I just see yeah. this is, this
0: it. has just every kind of thing pointing towards the Browns like off the bye the Ravens have played two divisional games in a row one of them being the Browns Lamar hasn't looked that good the Browns should be getting healthier at least you know on a couple of sides of the ball. It's just a horrible spot. And you talk about motivation, which is a factor. Like the Browns are like, this is it for them. You know, yeah. they're going to be playing as if their life depends on it. And so, which it does like they lose this and they're very doubtful to make the playoff. So yeah, I like the Browns there. Uh, next game we have the Cowboys at Washington football team. It is Cowboys minus four. Uh, we'll start with Corey on this one,
1: man. It's crazy to think that, you know, five weeks, six weeks ago, we talked about the, the Washington football team in the playoffs, like in the playoff hunt, at least they're not making the playoffs. I mean, their schedule, I w- I'm curious what their schedule looks like at the end. They of get the, year. the Eagles twice, I think.
0: And they get maybe the Cowboys again. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. They
1: get- they
2: get Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants left.
1: Okay. So, if they can – with how bad the that bottom tier of the NFC is right now, they could sneak in. Uh, their defense is looking a lot better now. They Their offense – that's the only issue right now with, with them is that their offense can't really move the ball down the field as much as they probably like to. They're, they're not scoring that many points. I think the last two weeks they've put up 15 points. Um, each game, which is a crazy stat team. 17. 17, 17
2: to 15 in the last two games were really the yeah. final scores.
1: So, obviously, they've been relying heavily on the defense to uh, keep them in games. Cowboys, they are a very good NFC team right now. Dak looks good. They look good last week. Man, I, this is a tough. I, something tells me I want to take Washington here with taking plus points at home. But the only issue is if the Cowboys' offense is on fire that day, then I just don't, I don't see a chance that the Washington can even keep up with them. So I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to lean Cowboys here minus the four. I don't like it, but I'll, I'll take the better team, the better offensive team here. Nick,
2: yeah, I think Cowboys definitely have more upside. Although Washington just won four in a row, which is pretty good congrats to them. I don't think it continues here against the Cowboys, Um, but I don't think Tyler Heineke is that bad, honestly. Uh, Yeah, that guy. (laughs) I don't think he's that bad. I mean, for being a backup quarterback who kind of made the most out of his opportunity, uh, you know, I think he's decent, but just that firepower, it's hard to, Hard to bet against the uh, Cowboys right now. I think they got to win some games here, so.
1: I'm pretty sure he's making, like, every time he wins a game, he's making, like, 250K each time, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, minus four doesn't feel like enough for this Cowboys team who seems to be starting to click. Um, you know, put up 27 against a good Saints defense um, This is tough. This is a, I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close, but I think the Cowboys win by, by a touchdown. So I'll, I'll go Cowboys and lay the points.
0: Yeah, this is my lock of the week. I'm on the Cowboys minus four here. I just don't see any way Washington, I know they've won four straight, but this is a line that I think, you know, a couple things don't go Washington's way recently. Like you see this line in double digits in the Cowboys favor. And I, like this matchup for the Washington is absolutely terrible. The Cowboys are one of the best passing off or you know, top three passing offense in the league. Amari It's Cooper, minus, what,
2: it's, it's minus what, three and a half right now.
0: On draft well, that, games. That's insane. Like I'm de- yeah. is, is definitely yeah. my favorite. You, The thing is Amari Cooper didn't even play the last few weeks. Lamb like the Thanksgiving game, there's been some like COVID injury stuff where the Cowboys haven't been fully there. Like this is going to be one of the first games in the entire year that Lamb Cooper and Gallup have all been on the field at the same time. Like, I think this might be the second game of the year. Like, against the worst, uh, like, top, you know, bottom three passing defense in the league. Like, Dak is going to absolutely tear this team apart, in my opinion. I, I just don't see Washington, like, keeping up. I, I can – the Cowboys, I think, easily put up over 30 points on them. One of – yeah, like, more – one or multiple of Lamb, Gallup, and, or uh, Cooper is just going to have an explosion game, in my opinion – uh yeah I'm, I'm all over the cowboys in this spot uh next game we have jaguars at titans we have the titans at minus eight and a half in this divisional game we'll start with Corey on this one
1: and the titans are coming off a bye hopefully they figured out their offensive woes um i don't think aj brown's playing um julio is definitely not playing right is no, Julio's he, coming back. He's coming back. Okay, so that helps out a little bit with their threats on the outside. Obviously, still no Derrick Henry. We've seen them, you know, be sporadic here last couple of weeks without Derrick Henry in. Um, they just don't have the same running offense as they did. Obviously, without with with Derrick Henry, the Jaguars suck. Urban Meyer is so bad. Like I, the fact that he's made it this far throughout the year. I understand the owner of the Jaguars doesn't want to look like a complete buffoon and fire Urban Meyer halfway through the season after they just hired hired him to like a, I don't know, it was like a five-year, it was a big deal, whatever he got. Um, Trevor Lawrence, they they just, their offense looked so bad last week against the Seahawks, a bad Seahawks defense, and they couldn't do anything to move the ball. Um, I don't know. The Titans are trending downwards at this moment. They have to win this game to you know be still and they'll make the playoffs just because of their cape, their cupcake schedule at the end of the year but i i want to i want to take the jaguars here with plus plus eight and a half i just i don't know maybe maybe something turns around this week and they figure it out but i don't know this is it's a lot of points for a divisional game but jaguars i don't know if jaguars can even score eight points to be honest <laughs> um I, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna take the Jaguars here at plus plus eight and a half. I just, I, I think it's just it's gonna be like a close game. So I'm just gonna take close points in the close game. Nick, I second
2: that. Divisional game, nine points. If it was like uh, any other offense, I think I probably would have taken the nine and a half points. But
1: it's eight and a half. But or eight and a half.
2: So I yeah. I don't know. I don't want to bet on Tennessee, even if they are home with Julio back. He wasn't really doing very much before he was injured. So I'm not all that optimistic. He's going to be able to like come in there and turn everything around. And It is not like they have a great stout defense that can slow the game down either. So I kind of like the Jaguars. Maybe this is the Trevor Lawrence breakout game. I think I just start betting on it until it happens one day and then I'll be right. So let's see how many times it takes. Give me the Jags.
0: Uh, Alex?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, the Titans here at home. Uh, I just looked it up. Vrabels 3-0 and o off of bye weeks. We're getting Julio back here. Um, that Jaguars team, I don't see putting up more than seven or ten points. And I think with Julio and not needing a, a great run offense to run on the Jaguars, I, just, I think that, um, Titans win by double digits here so I'll take Titans minus eight and a half it's a lot of points but I think they got it
0: uh so I'm gonna be with Corey and Nick here with Jaguars plus nine kind of like how I said on the last show where it wasn't gonna happen against the Rams where Trevor Lawrence kind of has a stretch run but I think this is the stretch run where like the rookie quarterback you know kind of shows like, you know, what he's about. And I know Urban Meyer is a terrible coach and all, but if you look at the Jaguars schedule, like Lawrence has had to face probably, I I can't think of many tougher passing defenses than Lawrence has had to play. I'll name some of the teams, the Rams, uh, 49ers when they were pretty healthy on the defensive side, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Broncos. Like he's had to face some very very tough defenses, uh, in my opinion, and now he gets to face the Titans, the Texans, and the Jets. In breakout back-to-back.
2: season. So Let's this go. is
0: where I think you can see Trevor Lawrence, like you know, actually show up. I think you could see a little bit of a Lavisca Chenault breakout. Uh, you know, maybe a couple good Marvin Jones games, but specifically
2: Jacksonville. Been-
0: yeah Now i'm not saying i think i do think they could possibly win two out of these three games i mean the titans could be one of them but the titans have a terrible pass defense and the jaguars kind of match up well the titans like to run the ball and the jaguars have a better run defense than pass defense the titans do win this i think julio has a lot of success uh because yeah the jaguars pass defense isn't all that great but I don't know. I think nine and a half points is a lot of points in this divisional game and it's solid matchup for the Jags. So I'm on, I'm on Lawrence here, not on urban Meyer. I'm on Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, the next game is giants at chargers. We have the chargers at 10 and a half point favorites. We'll start with Nick on this one.
2: I'm licking my chops to play that Chargers defense against Mike Glennon.
0: <laughs> Oof,
2: that's going to be a nightmare. Uh, could be kind of a good fantasy game for Saquon. I think is really like the only glimmer of hope for the uh, for the Giants. But um, nine points we kind of just said was a lot, right? So it's like a little tempting, but. Chargers seem to be back. I think this is where they start exploding and putting up 40 points a game. I just don't see Mike Glennon putting up 20 points. So uh, I think it's going to be like 35 to uh, 14 or something like that. Give me the Chargers.
0: All right. Uh, Alex?
2: Yeah. Uh, hammering the Chargers here. I was just looking up the Giants uh, last couple of games here. They've put up Ten points, seven points, and nine points, and uh, two of the three of those were with Daniel Jones as well. Um, I know Kwan's <laughs> been banged up, so that's not great. But I don't think he's like significantly healthier this week. Um, Chargers coming off of a really good win. That was an awesome game to watch. Um, just kind of back and forth between two. The Bengals
0: comeback almost can't almost happen, but it did.
2: Yeah. Uh, two really talented teams. They're really young, really talented teams. Uh, that was fun to watch, but uh, yeah, clearly see the Chargers going in one direction and the Giants going in a very different one. Um, so even though it's double digits and that's always kind of tough to bet, I'm going to hammer the Chargers here.
1: Corey. Yeah. East coast, East coast teams traveling to West coast <clears throat> is a little bit better than the West coast teams traveling to East coast. Um, but I, yeah, the Giants are dead in the water right now. Their entire offense is depleted. Daniel Jones is not playing Saquon. If I was the Giants, I would, you know, I would tell Saquon, hey man, can you just sit out the rest of the year because we can't help you and we don't want you to get hurt again. We just gave that big contract. Their their offense, their, their receivers are banged up. They, you know, I thought last week that maybe Mike Glenn could help. Uh, Kenny Galladay gets started but I mean that is just it just I I just there's just no again we talked about they can't score points they're like they're like the the Texans right now in the last couple games they there's no offense on that side of the ball Um and I, I the fact that they even beat the Eagles a couple weeks ago is insane but uh yeah give me give me chargers minus 10 and a half here I almost want to say this is this is a lot of points to make a lock of the week but I think I'm going to take Chargers minus minus 10 and a half. I'm not going to say lock of the week quite yet. Let me let's go through a couple more of these games here, but I might, you know, circle back to uh, make this my lock.
0: Yeah, I'm on the Chargers minus 10 and a half here. I like we've said, Giants have no offensive firepower. The Chargers have plenty of it, and their defense is good. So I think 10 and a half is probably still, I think this should be closer to two touchdowns and another team pop in your, uh, teaser, you get it from 10 and a half to four and a half. So you get it through that, the 10 and the seven thing is a pretty solid, uh, teaser. Uh, but yeah, Justin Herbert should, I mean, Saquon is probably the, just cause the Chargers are weaker against the run. Like Saquon maybe has a decent game, but I mean, there's nothing the giants are going to really be able to do on the passing side. I don't think <laughs> with Mike Glennon. So yeah, I'm on the Chargers 10 and a half. Next game we have Lions at Broncos minus eight Broncos barn burner barn, yeah this is game of the week. I'll uh, we'll start with oh, Alex man. on this one.
2: Um, thanks for serving me this one up, PB. You always seem always seem to do that. Just give me the, only the best for you. The Alex. absolute stinkers to start off on. Um, oh geez, over unders forty two in this game. I mean, the Lions, have, the Lions have been covering. They won last week. Uh, they've been covering before that. They're the best covering team right
1: now in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say, really? you'd be yeah. dumb
2: to not bet with the Lions this year. <laughs> in, a, in a stinker, uh, you know, I'll take I'll take the points. Give me lines. Lions. Yeah, me too. I think, we, you know, Vegas is just going to keep giving us free money on the Lions. PB P- kind of hit it last week. We got to give it to him. Round of applause for PV calling the Lions best spread.
0: <laughs> so uh, I guess we keep going the Lions. I didn't. I didn't actually. The funny thing is, I like, I was talking up the Lions, like how they've yeah. had one of the best records against the spread. But I thought like they're due for regression, and then they beat the 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 Vikings. So even if they yeah. didn't, them, they still covered.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. they still covered eight points. I think I don't, I just don't see. uh Denver really putting up that much on offense i don't know like teddy two gloves is not good i think he might be just as bad as cam newton hot take maybe but pretty i i I put him on the same tier i mean they can't they can't really do much
1: no i well the broncos have a quite a better defense than the vikings um but the broncos on offense looked abysmal on what was that sunday night against the Chiefs. So I I don't know. I <laughs> I don't want to bet the Lions here at all plus eight. I think they got their one win. I know that we're not talking about who's going to win the game. We're talking about the points. But Broncos at home I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Broncos here minus eight just because the Lions still suck. And you know what what's going to happen is they're probably going to backdoor cover this game like they've done all year long, but uh, I just give me the Broncos better defense than the Vikings, and I think Jerick off is he's still playing quarterback. So and they're still without DeAndre Swift, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, give me give me the Broncos here minus eight. Yeah,
0: I'm with the I'm with the Broncos minus eight. I think that the Lions got their win. The Broncos have like we talk about motivation at this time of the year, which is like, you know, it's actual thing that goes into spreads, like it matters. And the Broncos are still highly motivated. They they still have a shot at the playoffs. I don't think they get in, but they still have a shot.
1: This this is a shot.
0: This, yeah, yeah, it's a very slim shot. And I I don't think I think they win this game. I still don't think they make it. There's there's other teams that are gonna make it over them. But against the Lions, it's a horrible matchup for the Lions. Like. Jared Goff going against this defense. And then the Broncos who, you know, Teddy Bridgewater kind of more of a game manager, like he has a lot of success against bad teams and that's what the lions are. And historically Teddy Bridgewater has still been one of the best quarterbacks against the spread. And, you know, Javante, I really hope Melvin Gordon's out again, because we get to watch Javante Williams play. That dude is insane. He's so, so good. And the Lions' run defense is terrible. But, yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, Judy or Sutton, Devontae, one of them is going to have a huge, huge game against the Lions. And I don't really see anyone on the Lions, like, offensively being able to, like, really do much. I think it's going to be – the Lions are going to be punting, like, every drive here. So, I'm, I'm on – the. I think you could see a, another one of those uh, – who's that rookie corner? Why can't I think of so, yeah score you know maybe a defensive touchdown here uh but yeah i'm all over the broncos here uh next game we have bills at bucks all right alex i'll let you start again i know i gave you the lions the broncos so you can start <laughs> off with the, with like probably the game of the week uh yeah. bills bucks so
2: yeah uh lions minus 3 right now brady at home in tampa bills coming off of a tough game tough tough game um they could not stop the run to save their lives. It was unbelievable. They knew it was coming every time, and the insane picked up eight yards every time. Like it's um it's just tough. Um I'm gonna roll with Brady and the Bucks minus three. I think because I think they win this game. So at minus three, I think if nothing else, it pushes. Um, so yeah, give me Brady and the Bucks. Nick? I like the Bills, even though Trey White's out. I think they're a lot worse without him, honestly. Um, I don't know. You couldn't even use the uh, Patriots game as a measure of of how they're really doing. It's kind of tough. But, um, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's obviously heating up, but – and he knows this Bills team too. It's a it's a team he played his whole career, so I think he's probably got the most homework on them, maybe ever. Um, so that kind of makes me like the Buccaneers. Um, so I guess I'll go with the home team here,
0: Corey. Maybe. No, I'll, I'll let you go. Okay, I'm on the Bills uh, plus three. This line, which should be you know for Bucks better, should make you nervous. Like even after the Patriots, just ran all over them and didn't throw like they threw like one or two passes all game, which is nuts. The line didn't change. And that should tell you something because I still think the bills defense is good. And I don't think Brady is, I mean, yes, he just threw all over the Falcons and and everything, but I think he struggles against good defenses and I, and I would consider the bills a good defense. So I think this is a game where you see Brady struggle, and I think you see and Josh Allen like this is this is the matchups where he just shreds like the bad secondaries. Like you can see, Diggs have just a huge game here. Um, I just think Josh Allen has a has a good matchup against this Bill uh, Buck secondary, and I think he could easily cover three. But I actually think the Bills win this game. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm on the Bills in this one,
1: Corey. Uh, I'm so I think this is gonna be a shootout. I don't I don't think the offenses are gonna stop each other, and I think it's whoever gets the ball last is gonna win this game. And if that's in the hands of Brady, he's one of the, the best quarterbacks late in the game to win. So I I think this is this might end up in a push and on a you know last second field goal for the Bucks. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe the line gets down to. Two and a half. If people start coming on the Bills side, minus three. So if it stayed at three and a half, I would have liked the Bills. But again, I, I think this is a push here. I, I I to be honest, if the Bills don't win this game, I don't think they make the playoffs. Um that's ridiculous, but okay. How is that ridiculous? Because
0: well, okay, one, let's see this the schedule of the Bills. Okay, so they play the Panthers the Patriots okay. again, which is hard to beat a team. Then they play the Falcons and the jets at home. Like okay. they're making like, come on, they're making the playoffs. Don't you? That's dumb.
1: Oh, well, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, but I was just saying, I, even if they do make the playoffs at their spot, I I don't think, I, I don't know their defense is not as good as it was last year. And I I, th- I think Brady in this game, he has a good, I think both quarterbacks have a really good game. I think, for fantasy value. I think this is obviously going to be the, the plays of the the week. Uh, We'll talk about that tomorrow, but um, I guess plus three, I, damn it. I'm going to take the Bucks here minus three at home. That's I, I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be a push regardless, but that's just me. If you, if
0: you think it's going to be the push, you would always take points because you wouldn't lay a field goal. If you think it's a push. Right. But okay. Take your whatever next game. We have bears at Packers minus 12 and a half Sunday night football Packers. I don't think we need to spend too much time on this one because we have a really, the last game of the week is a solid one. So quickly let's just run through bears, Packers, Corey, what do you got? Oh, you're not going to start with Alex, the bears fan. <laughs> oh, I mean, are we, are we, but he, I mean, I think we already know his pick here.
1: But uh you can start
0: us off with, I know what you're taking. Do you? I definitely think you're taking Packers, minus 12 and a half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, at Lambeau, coming off a of bye, Packers getting healthy uh, at the right time. And uh, there's some stat where it was like, if uh, every year that the Packers' defense has been the top three or top five rated defense, the Packers have made the Super Bowl. And I think they're like number oh, two. Oh,
0: it, it would be cr- – if they – if the Packers got uh, Jari Alexander, Darius Smith, and their left tackle, I mean, good gracious.
2: Yeah, Bakhtiari. They would,
0: definitely, they would be tough in that. Because right now, I think the Cowboys make the Super Bowl from the, the NFC. But if they got all – I don't think they get all three back. But if they did, it would be really hard not. Yeah. Yeah. Back, and but. the Bears are
2: just not going to be able to score points against them. Um, so, Rogers at home. I'll lay another double-digit spread
0: here. Nick?
2: Yep. Mm, not, <laughs> nothing to add here. Okay, Corey? Bears are really bad.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, as he told that fan, he owns he owns Chicago, and, <laughs> and now he's at home playing in Lambo off a of bye. His foot seems to be – it's still broken, whatever his pinky toe is, but I don't think that's going to affect him that much. No, these games are usually more, you know, I think they're closer. Um, but like, like Alex said, the, the Packers have one of the top defenses um, as of late right now. So give me, give me Packers at home minus 12 and a half.
0: Yeah. Nothing to add. I'm on Packers minus 12 and a half. Also add this to the other teams I mentioned that are good for teasers. Get them from the 12 and a half through the 10 and the seven down to six and a half. Uh, last game. Actually, you know, I said, Bill's bucks. This is, I mean, this is either tied for this is tied for like the game of the week on Monday night football. We finally get a solid, like a really solid primetime game here. Uh, We have Rams at Cardinals. Cardinals are minus three favorites. We'll start with Nick on this one.
2: This is going to be a good one. I actually think, uh, I really like the Cardinals here, even though they keep winning. Um, but we know Stafford's not very good against good teams. Um, I think one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the league is uh, Byron Murphy on the Cardinals. He's really good. Uh, kind of locked down. Got to watch him shut down Darnell Mooney all week. Um, he's really good. Um, even when he played the Browns, just lights out, but enough about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, if Daryl Henderson's still a little shaky, I just don't know if Stafford's going to be able to shoulder as much as the Cardinals can shoulder on offense. Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins looking to get in their groove for the Super Bowl run. Um, you can't count them out. I know you, you like the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, but I, I kind of like the Cardinals, so going with them.
1: Um, I Daryl Henderson uh was healthy well he was not healthy enough to play he wasn't um, he was like an emergency yeah he was actually suited up for the game so I think he should be okay this week um Rams traveling to Arizona this is the first time the Cardinals are going to be on primetime I think is that Uh, that that might be wrong that definitely could be wrong but it seems like I can't remember when the last time they played um a primetime game but um I like the Rams here I've been on the Rams all year. Um, I think this is a spot for them, you know, to show why they should be one of the talked-about teams in the NFC. If – you know, if – I'm just thinking that the Rams' defense is slightly better than the Cardinals' defense here. Um, I know Kyler Murphy – Kyler Murphy. Jesus, I mean, dude, I, I am all – like, today's been, like, just mush brain just – Kyla Murray. <laughs> that probably explains your Rams pick. then. Yeah, no, seriously. So I think a lot of people are really high. I mean, they're still really high on the Cardinals. And, uh, I mean, we know what the Rams are. And I think that they uh, – Oh, they, yeah, they're just, you know, bad against – or good against bad teams. That's what – no, like. And I think this is a week that everyone – you know, they shut everyone up and be like, hey, this is why we brought Matthew Stafford in. He's going to have a great game. So, taking Rams here plus three
0: yeah I'm on Cardinals minus three you know Matt Stafford just can't get it done in in the big moments nine and I will say this every show as long as he just continues to lose nine and 70 in his career against teams with winning records Cardinals best record in the league terrible spot for the Rams you know I Kyler Murray like I, I was kind of Curious to see in his first game back, like how mobile he would be with that ankle. I mean, he was running all over the bears. And the, uh, the he, he looked a man fast man too. too. What?
2: And the weather was a, like, that field was horrible. I mean, yeah. Like,
0: meaning like they are confident, like he waited long enough to make sure he was ready to go. Hopkins only played a limited number of snaps still caught great touchdown. He should be, I think they limited him because they wanted to make sure for Monday night football, against the Rams, like he was ready to go full health. You're gonna have the Cardinals full arsenal, ready to go. Yeah, Cardinals minus three uh against the Rams.
2: I agree with you here. Uh going Cardinals minus three as well. I think they show everyone why they're the best team in the league um at home.
1: So uh, yeah, last Cardinals, game they so. played primetime was the Packers. That's the last day game. They won. With
0: no, the
1: Packers, won. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Packers won. That's right. Wait, right. no Aaron Rodgers, no, no like MVS, yeah, no. yeah. I, I do remember that. So, uh, are it the
2: first loss of the year, right?
1: Nah, it might have
0: been all right. Well, the, uh, so yeah, running last year, did, did you guys? I kind of mentioned some of my teasers. I'll just run through it one quick. lock, lock, locks. Oh, you well, we all gave our locks. I don't think you did, Corey,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going back to the chargers. That's going to be my lock. Okay. Uh,
0: but I'll quickly run through the teasers that I had mentioned. And that would be the Seahawks from seven and a half to one and a half. You can get the, uh, well, you can get the Jaguars from eight and a half to 14 and a half. I didn't mention that one, but I like that looking at it again, the chargers from 10 and a half to four and a half. Broncos from minus eight to minus two and then the Packers from minus 12 and a half to six and a half. I think those are amongst my favorites. What would do you do you guys have any
1: others that you like or? No, I think you uh, you hit it on the the head, the nail on the head there.
2: I'm going to definitely do a uh, big spread teaser this week. Packers, Chargers and Chiefs. Okay. My favorite alternate spread of the week is oh going to be gosh. Steelers yeah. plus seven and a half at minus two thirty-five. Throw it in your parlay for a nice little juicy bump. And uh, have to
0: minus th- what again?
2: Minus two thirty-five. It's a lot. Again You're the money, they're going to win that game.
1: No, yeah, it's why? Why it's late? Just safe. Just never, you just know, never.
2: There's nothing guaranteed. That's why we play. Yeah. So if you buy yourself yeah. a touchdown and a little half point. Not have uh, throw it in a three or four. We are not ending the show with
0: that, so just <laughs> yeah. please cut. Remember the, the diamond dozen. So. <laughs> just <laughs> end. We need to bring back it. the
2: diamond dozen.
0: No, we don't need to bring that back. <laughs> so that ends this ep- first episode of the rebranded Chalk Talk. So tune in tomorrow. We'll go over the fantasy plays of the week on the main DFS slate. But thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.